Good morning and welcome to Get Up With God. It's great to see you this morning. Today's episode, we're going to be discussing ways to become unstoppable in your life. I'm excited about today's episode. Take some notes, grab a notepad, grab a Bible, follow along with me, but take some notes so that you can revert back to these. This will be helpful for you in your life because I know there's a lot of ways that things can come up in your life and it seem like you just came to an abrupt halt with things that are going on and whatever's happening, especially in today's world. The economy, the, there's talks of recession, there's talks of things going backwards in society. I know there's world, uh, there's wars, talks of world wars going on in society and all these different things that are going on in our world today. But I want to give you some principles that are going to help you become unstoppable in life. Can things put a stop and a halt to things that are going on? Sure, but it's the people that keep going that make the difference. So let's get into this today. Take some notes, grab a notepad, grab a Bible, follow along with me. Point number one is you must have the ability to pursue until. You must have the ability to pursue until. Um, I want to tell you, one of the greatest things that you can do is have the ability to pursue until you get to the destiny of what you're going to. I've got some points for you right up on the screen so you can actually follow along and take these notes. But having the ability to pursue until will give you the ability to obtain the thing that's promised to you. You know, there's a lot of people that just can't obtain what God has promised them because they stop in the midst of things that happen in their life. But God has a promise for you. And this is the biggest thing. Listen to this. This separates the winner from the losers. I I hate to say it that way, and I know it sounds a little harsh, but this is truly this principle of being unstoppable, being someone that finishes their race, being someone that completes their race until the end of what they were uh, set out to accomplish. These are the people that make the difference and actually obtain the things that God has promised for them. You know, there's a lot of work. Point number two, not all of your work that you do, not all of the work that you do or all of your doing needs supernatural power. Uh, Understand that not everything that you do needs supernatural power. Some of what you do, actually, it takes you just putting an effort and God recognizing your effort and meeting you at where your effort is. Not everything needs God's involvement for you to get. Now, I don't want to take away from the fact that God's given you the ability to do what you need to do, but this is an important principle I want you to understand. Not everything that you do, do you need to sit and wait for a miracle from God for? Sometimes God wants to see you put work in and put effort in. Turn with me in your Bible uh, to uh, the book of Romans, the 12th chapter real quick. Romans chapter 12. Not everything is going to take something waiting on a move from God. Sometimes he just expects you to pick up the slack. Sometimes he just, he expects you to put in effort. Say that out loud effort. Yeah, that's may not be the most favorite famous word in some people's lives, but listen to this in Romans 12 and one, he says, by beseech you brethren, therefore by the mercies of God that you, you present yourself and your bodies, a living sacrifice holy and acceptable to God, which is your reasonable service. He said, this is what's expected of you, your reasonable service. He said, I challenge you to you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy, acceptable before God. Well, that's not going to take God's ability or supernatural ability for you to offer yourself up. No, that's you being obedient to what God has called you to do. And this is one of the principles that I think is very important for people that 
that's going to separate the men from the boys, the women from the girls. It's going to separate the winners from the losers is that they are unstoppable in what they do. You know, if you run into a stoplight at a on a high or not on a highway, but on a road, you're driving and you run into a stoplight. You don't just get out of your car and take your keys and throw them in the woods and go, well, you know, this is it for me. You know that it's a temporary stopping point. There's some other things that are going on that if you, even if and listen, I don't want to get into this, but if you continued at that stoplight, there may be some bad things that happen to you. So a stopping point doesn't mean that it's the end of the road. You have to continue going even past things that set you back. Now, I I did a podcast on this. If you're watching live, it was yesterday. If you're watching at another time, you can go back on my podcast channel and my YouTube channel and you can listen to how to overcome setbacks, how to how to conquer setbacks in your life. But being unstoppable is one of these tenacities or one of these traits that people have that or people need to have, I should say, to be able to pursue through to continue to the other side, even in the midst of things that stop you in your life. So point number two is not all of your doing is required to have supernatural input to it, referencing Romans 12. Point number three, um, the every winner and every loser has the same goal. Every winner and every loser has the same goal. Think about that. There's not one person on earth that sits back in their life and they go, man, I just want to be uh, broke. I want to be unhealthy. I just want to be the lowest on the totem pole. I don't ever want a promotion in my life. Oh, come on. Every person that you know has a desire or every person in general has a desire to go up in life. And God has that same desire for you. But listen to what I'm saying about your own desires. Every winner and every loser has the same goal. It's important. This is something that's important that you don't focus on so much the goal or the result of what you're doing but your tenacity, your ambition, your uh, drive should be within the activity instead of the outcome. Let me say that again to you. Your drive, your ability to be unstoppable comes from the tenacity to focus on the activity or the action instead of what the outcome is. If you're focused on what the outcome is, there's points of the journey that you're going to get disappointed in. There's points of the of the uh, obstacles that you may not uh, have the tenacity to continue in because it's so hard to deal with because you don't have the end goal yet and that's what you're focused on. So if it's, for example, in life in general, you could put this as a, as broad or as narrow as you want depending on the situation, but your your outcome should not be your focus or should not even be what your attention is on. It should be the journey and the process of the whole thing. Turn with me into Exodus, the book of Exodus chapter 36. But point number three is have a heart for the work, not the result. Have a heart for the work, not the result. Turn with me into Exodus, the 36th chapter. Exodus chapter 36, and we're going to start in verse 1. And Bazalel and Aolib and every gifted artesian in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to know how to do all the manner of the work 
for the service of the sanctuary shall do according to all the Lord has commanded. Then Moses called. Now what they're doing is they're building a temple. They're building a tabernacle, not the temple, but a tabernacle to God. And this, they're building in a specific way. And there's specific people that God's assigned to work to do within the tabernacle. So I want you to understand who these people are. And the Lord has put uh, in every gifted artesian in whom the Lord has put wisdom and understanding to, to know how to do all the manner of work for the service of the sanctuary shall do according to all that the Lord has commanded. Verse two, then Moses called Basilel and Aholiab and every gifted artesian in whose, now listen to this, ready? In whose heart the Lord had put wisdom, everyone whose heart was stirred to come and do the work. To come and do the work. That the effort was not in that the tabernacle was built or that the end result would be a tabernacle. Their heart was to come do the work. And what did the Lord say that, what did the, what does the Bible said that these artesians had specifically? They had understanding and they had wisdom. This is a trait of the wise. That you, let me put it back up, that you understand that it takes a heart for work, not the results. It takes a heart for the work, not the results. Because if you're fixated on the results and you don't see the uh, the outcome in the midst of the journey, you'll get discouraged. I'll tell you now, you'll get discouraged in the midst of it because you don't have the taste of the outcome yet. But let me tell you something, friend. That's what the Bible calls hope, faith, is the confidence that in the end I'll receive the thing that I'm promised. That's the hope, the confidence, the faith that carries you to the end so that in the midst of the journey, you have the ability to carry through the journey, the ability to press on, to become unstoppable through the journey. But when all you're fixated on is what the outcome in, that's that's what the loser focuses on. Yeah, I want to be in shape. Yeah, I want to have lots of money. Yeah, I want to have et cetera, et cetera. That's what everybody focuses on. That's what the outcome should be. But when you're, you become fixated on the journey of the thing, when you come, become fixated on the path and not the end goal or the, the end of the path, but you're, I'm, I'm, I'm addicted to the journey of this thing. I'm addicted to worshiping and studying uh, God and his word. I'm addicted to just being around God. Now, the outcome of that is the blessing of God because I'm his child. I receive heaven, but if all I'm fixated on is the fact that I haven't got to heaven yet, I haven't received my glorified body yet, things aren't the way that I want them yet, listen, you're forgetting the fact that you're not where you used to be. You're in a completely new place now. You're a brand new person now. So being fixated on the goal doesn't change you or get you closer to that goal. In fact, it'll deter you because your faith and hope should be, this is what the outcome is going to be, but I'm going to do the work in the meantime until I get to that goal. Point number four, like I said, uh, every winner, this was the point I said before, every winner and loser uh, has that same goal, is that every winner and every loser has the goal to to obtain the prize. Every Everybody does. That's not what separates you. That's not what makes you an unstoppable individual is having a great goal. You shouldn't be celebrated for big goals. You should be celebrated for having activity that gets you to the goal. 
You might want to write that down. That's a good principle. It's not just about having a goal. It's about having the activity within your life that gets you to the goal. That's what separates you. And in your, in your own mind, you should be separated that way is that I'm not, it's not so much how big my goal is, what I'm trying to obtain that that's the easy part, the dreaming, writing the vision down. Actually for some, that's even an, even a hard part, but, but those are essentially, those are the easy parts are casting the vision, having the vision for it. That's not so much the work. The work is within the activity. Doing the things day to day, over and over again. Activity and actions produce results. When you've got actions and activity on a daily basis, and that's what you're fixated on. Keep that in mind. Not just doing the actions, but keep your mind, your emotions stayed on these things. Keep your faith and hope on God's ability. Not on just seeing the outcome, but on God's ability to produce the outcome. It's not based on your own strength anymore. You just get addicted to the process. You fall in love with the process with this thing. You fall in love with staying in a relationship with God. I'm going to focus on on committing to the things of God. I'm going to focus on reading my word. I'm going to focus on praying daily, having fellowship, intimate fellowship with God. I'm going to focus on praying in the Holy Ghost, making sure I'm getting that my faith is continually growing in the things that I already have faith for that that faith develops in my life. Those are the things I'm going to focus on. And what you're going to see is the outcome. The goals that you have focused on become to start to become closer to you. They start to draw near to you. Huh? Where else have we seen that in the Bible In Deuteronomy, maybe where he says the blessings of God will overtake you. You don't have to go find it. That's where the curse comes from is where you have to till the ground. You have to go work for these things. No, you get uh, addicted to the, I know that word is a strong word, but you become infatuated. You become um, um, consumed with the process of it and the project, not so much the outcome of what that thing will bring you. You stay fixed on those things, you'll get results. Point number five, point number five is that be someone who seeks the journey. Be someone who seeks the journey, not the destination. Um, I'll give you an example, a great example of this. My daughter, uh, we go on trips throughout the year. We'll go, we'll fly to different places. Uh, she's getting much better at, uh, um, competitive cheerleading and she has become a person who seeks the journey and not so much the destination. I'll give you an example of that as she's cheering and she's starting to become, um, a, a very professional competitive cheerleader and doing skills that are beyond her age. They, her team, uh, they have a big team. They're starting to travel across the nation. That's what she's a part of this year is she'll be on a traveling team. And what we found out from our daughter, I've, she's told me is when we plan a trip, whether it's going to uh, New York or if we're going to Georgia on a road trip, or if we fly somewhere else in the country, I know like this year, she's got some destinations across the country, um, Ohio and Tennessee and different places throughout the country that she's going to compete in she's told me that part of the journey for her or the excitement of the journey is just going to the airport the idea that we've got all the luggage in the car i drop them off at the terminal and then we're checking our bags or or we're carrying our stuff through the airport and then we've got to find our gate to her that's riveting that's exciting that's a process that she enjoys now it's not for many if you fly often or you know i've got a i've got some friends they that's what they do for a living they're on planes you know they're they're on the road 21 22 days of the month 
flying, traveling. That's what they do full time. So for them, airports are not very exciting. But for her, 10 years old, she's growing in life. She's getting older. I can remember that feeling being a young kid, waking up two, three in the morning to get to the airport by five o'clock or six o'clock in the morning to take an early flight. That was exciting to us. We've got to get back to this point Uh, as adults, as mature people, you know, in your 18s, 20s, 30s, 40s, all the way up 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s. You've got to get back to the point where you look forward to the journey and not so much the destination. The destination's great. Everybody loves the destination. There's nothing wrong with the destination. In fact, it's an exciting, riveting thing to get to the destination that you want to be at. The problem is, is you can become stoppable if that's what you're only focused on. Is it The devil can come divert you and say, look, you haven't made it yet. You haven't got to the place that you wanted to be yet. Look, you're not where you want to be. And now you've, you've taken your eyes off of the journey and you focused on the destination because you're not there yet. You live in a, a world that the enemy wants to destroy. So I'm not going to get focused on things when, when something goes awry in my life. It's not that things are going wrong. Something went wrong. But I'm unstoppable. I'm going to press through and I'm going to get to the other side of this thing. So like I said, number five is be someone who's seeking the journey. Finally, number six is focusing on the journey will avoid quitting. Focusing on the journey will help you avoid quitting. Turn with me in your Bible to 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Focusing on the journey will help you to avoid quitting. Will help you to avoid quitting. 1 Corinthians chapter 9. Verse 24, maybe a second, I'm in second Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter nine, verse 24, Paul says, do you not know that those who run in a race all run? So that seems like a simple phrase, but the reality is everybody's doing the running, but the one that wins is not only the fastest or the one that ran the race the most efficiently but they didn't give up in the midst of the race. How many people give up within the midst of the race? You know, if you're dealing with things in your life like suicide, dealing with things where you want to stop the progress of your life, this is a demonic attack on people's lives. And it takes people out early. It takes people out too soon to see the destination that God has promised to them. This is not what God has for you. He doesn't want you to end your life now. Everybody runs the race. And everybody who finishes the race wins the race of their life. There's not one winner in life. But if you'll continue in your race, you'll finish it. But Paul says, do you not know that those who run in a race all all run, but one receives the prize? Run in such a way. So now he's talking directly to you, directly to me. Run in such a way that you may obtain it. Not that you are getting it. Just think and put the concept of run the race that you may obtain it. All I'm going to do is that my goal in my race is to obtain the thing that I'm going for. That's the effort. That's the level. That's the tenacity. That's the consciousness. That's the the time, the effort that I'm going to put into this is that I will obtain the thing that I'm going for. That's the only thing I've got an objective to do. One last scripture so turn into Second Chronicles chapter 15. Second Chronicles chapter 15. 
Second Chronicles chapter 15. Be someone that will continue in the race no matter what. Verse 7. He said, but you be strong and do not let your hands be weak for your work shall be rewarded. I put next to that in bold letters. Don't quit. Do not quit. Your work shall be rewarded. But don't quit in the midst of it before you see the results of your work. Don't let your hands. What did he say? Don't let your hands be weak. That's not up to God. That's your choice to make it. It is a decision. Don't let your hands be weak. That's when God comes in to strengthen you, to empower you. That's what he said. Be strong. Uh, go up one verse into verse seven into verse six. He said, so the nation was destroyed by nation, city by city. Forgot, uh, hold on, let me go back. Um, but verse four, but when in their trouble, they turned to the Lord God of Israel and sought him, he was found by them. So don't just think because I'm not, I'm, I'm in a weak state. Things aren't going the way that I want them to go. That if you reach out to God and you make a decision, that's all you have to do. Don't let your hands be weak because when they sought God in the midst of trouble, they found him. So you will find God in the midst of the trouble, in the midst of the weakness. If you will make a decision, I'm not letting my hands go weak. I'm not stopping the process. I'm going to continue in the process. You will see the victory at the end of the race. I hope this helped you this morning. This was 6 points, 6 a.m. And the biggest thing I want you to take away from this is be a person of process. Don't worry about the outcome. The activity produces the outcome. The consistent effort, the time that you spent, the consistency in your relationship with God, putting your eyes on the word, staying in prayer and in, in fellowship, constant, uh, constant contact in your relationship with God will bring you to the level that God has called you to be at. Hope this blessed you this morning. I love you. I'm thankful for you. As always, be sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Like and follow if whatever platform you're watching from. But be sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. And if you don't have, uh, you can, uh, haven't yet, go down into the description below this video. You can go to my website, dylanmaverick.com, and you can subscribe to the email. And I'll, give, I'll email you these six points every morning after we get finished so that you can see them. Or if you're watching at a later time, you can subscribe. And then we, you'll begin to receive them on each live episode. But I love you. Be blessed. Have a wonderful day, and I'll see you on the next broadcast. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye.